0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome tonight to a very special event from All About Reality podcast. The man, the myth, the legend, Matthew Goodwin, my boy Goody, is out there in Seattle. I'm broadcasting from Philadelphia, and we're going live with our first ever Listeners League auction. You're staring at a Reality Sports Online draft room. We're doing it live goody and i are going to be working a team together trying to navigate commissioning the league and doing all sorts of things what do you think goody can we handle all
1: these balls in the air at the same time (laughs) it's it's going to be tough hopefully we'll keep it fairly clean language wise i'm looking forward to this trying to break some ground here give this um, to our listener base um 16 team super flex going to be insane um you know the quarterback's interested to see what the prices will look like on that, so I think we'll get that going fairly early. Um, and just, you know, we got almost all our owners in. I think we got one. Looking forward to talking to Bernard. We haven't had him on the podcast yet. So Bernard Fowler is coming on. Um, going to be hard for you and I to navigate um, actually doing the auction while giving color commentary as well, but I think we'll I think we'll do our best with it. So I guess we got 10 seconds, and I'm about to throw the first guy out. Um, awesome. So. I think it's
0: going to be clear. You'll you'll like our strategy. It is no joke and no mistake to most people. We're looking at a league that is sixteen teams deep. It's a super flex league, so this should give you an idea of what what guys are going to go for. Goody and I talked beforehand, and there he is on the board. The player I least like on any of my teams, the nemesis that ruins my reality, but often wins for people in fantasy. That's Aaron Rodgers. We're going to see
1: how. And, 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 and we've gone like pretty deep, right already. I mean, we're, yeah. we're already we're already at about ninety five million. Um, three years, like three year offer for eighty five million to the Air Raid Broncos, right now. Bobby steals and deals Giants, um, his favorite team. He's at four years, ninety eight million. Brian Ross going yeah, eighty six million, three years. This is getting heated already.
0: Can you wow. see him going for less than thirty million per year, Goody? Like in, in uh, he's, no already, he's already he's
1: already there. Um. We yeah, on a 3 year
0: contract he's already exceeding that as you can tell. Yeah, on a 4 year yeah, he's a
1: 111. Yeah, we're going, we're going crazy with this. I I think Luke, the hardest part for you and me doing this cuz we're doing the podcast is I don't know that we're going to get into a ton of price enforcing on our end, but we'll see what we can do. We oh, appreciate, happy we, we appreciate all, all the retweets from some of our previous guests. Matt Waldman just retweeted us. Matt Harmon previously Mark Pesavento, who I'm glad is not in this league because I, I'd like a chance at winning for once. Um, so um, you know we're we're honored to have such a deep, um, loyal following this early on, and this auction is is going just as we expected. It's it's pandemonium. I kind of feel like the the last scene in Trading Places where um, Billy Ray Valentine and um, Lewis Wyn- and Winthorpe are going are going crazy on the floor of the the um Chicago of the Philadelphia Exchange selling frozen concentrate orange juice. Um, yeah, so the good so- news
0: is for those people, uh, like I-, I love that reference. I'm just I'm baffled at this point. So our last owner says he's in. You're looking at the still the gray screen for him. This is good to know for reality sports online GMs. That like that obviously it's kind of seamlessly. We can give a, a hat tip to to. As usual, our faithful and our fearless CTO Kyle English. This this auction room is one of the cool innovations. <laughs> Again, I can't say enough of how impressed I am with Matt Peps and Stephen Wendell and all the people that put my favorite fantasy football format together. And there he goes, three years, 116. Oh no, nope, no, it was right down yeah. the wire. And there's people still going after him. He's exceeding. He's up to 45 million on a two-year contract. He's at 30. About thirty, is about to cross the thirty million dollar threshold on a four-year contract. Right. Yeah, we're um, still, we're
1: still, we're still going in. Um. Basically, one one thing that's unique about there's many things unique about our league, but three hundred yard bonuses for quarterbacks, passing touchdowns worth um, equal amount of points as rushing touchdowns. Um, half half a point for completions, negative half for incompletions. Um, first downs are worth half a point, so um, I think that I think there it is. Aaron Rodgers, four years, one hundred thirty-seven million. All right, that's and Bobby up. steals and deals. Bobby Hoyt with the win on Aaron Rodgers. Here comes DeAndre Hopkins, guarded by many as wide receiver one. Luke, we going in on this one? I mean, I love I love me some DeAndre Hopkins. I'm happy.
0: I, I think he is the best long term. Uh, bet that you have at wide receiver in the league right now. I don't think there there's any question about that. and it just comes down to us in our format, um, give some of the idiosyncrasies of the format as we as we evaluate yeah, how we're, deep yeah, we're, we're full going. full
1: PPR. Um, I, I think you know receivers for especially receivers are getting first downs um are, are worth a lot. you know, DeAndre Hopkins, a lot of volume in that Texans offense. Um, we haven't got a bid in yet. It's it's looking, you know, as we expected, the top guys are probably going for 30 plus million a year. Um, I, I mean, we haven't gotten in here yet. Four years, 120 million right now is, is the offer that's on the table.
0: Yeah, I, I, that's still a good price for him. I'd I say we hop in. We're not going to let him go for that. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's one thing to talk loud, and obviously our league mates can hear us here. So you want to talk like upper end thresholds that you're comfortable with. In our writers league, the top wide receivers were easily exceeding this. Um, And you and I both got in on that action. And I'm ashamed to say you got by far the better end of that deal. I went deep on Allen Robinson that played out poorly for me. Uh, And he was in excess of 30 million per year. And you did a little bit better contract wise on uh, Odell Beckham Jr. So you and I are not afraid to pull the trigger on guys like this. Any reason why we're so reticent right now? Um, Goody?
1: I think I'm just feeling out what the prices are and honestly just doing this podcast. So um uh, here here comes here comes Bernard he's he's looking to get into the podcast. Um, so we gotta get that link to him again it looks like sounds good um, via email. Let's see if we can get a, get him on that. He just sent a note in the in the room in the chat room basically yeah, yeah and I see him there uh, so I'll work on that as well. but uh
0: one thing too that's where, that's notable and to consider. Is that for our startup? We opted for two four-year contracts. We same changed some of the defaults on the Reality Sports Online website. We we stepped away from the just the default ones, and we're opting for two four-year contracts, three three-year contracts, and four two-year contracts. So that's what we have at our disposal, uh, with some like options to extend later. That we'll talk more about during, later in the podcast. So.
1: I, I apologize to those who saw when I clicked on the podcast on one of the wrong tabs and you heard the kind of podcast in reverb because it was but me listening and <laughs> on an active screen and talking, I guess. So um Devontae Cleveland was was so kind to point that out. Bonus podcast. Yeah, we're we're working on that, Devante, the pod father, the the one who kind of pushed me to um contact Luke, get this thing started. So um DeAndre Hopkins now up to four years, $160 million, which is actually what I have budgeted in my spreadsheet is what I thought he would go for. So um, now I think we're getting to the point where it's just kind of a couple of owners feeling it out, seeing if they can milk an extra 500 k or so on, on their folks. So um, I think this one will end What soon. do you think, Matt? That guy,
0: he just went for more than the top quarterback in a 16-team league. Is that something that makes sense to you on a, on a Superflex?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think I think that the the number of elite level receivers are not, um, oh, here, here comes Josh Gordon, very polarizing player. Maybe Devontae trying to get him for a minimum deal or something. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, he's up to and two here, years, 24 million. Um, we talked with Ryan Benini about this. I want no part of Josh Gordon, so I, I'm, I'm happy to watch this one play out on the sidelines.
0: Yeah, and I have more affection for the man, but I do think it's good to know your teammates and league mates here and devonte has been a, as vocal a listener that we have we're super grateful for him as you as you say here and we also know that he's a cleveland guy he has cleveland in his church in just his in his handle, name so just,
1: just in his name he actually hates the browns yeah, yeah so, so but um fair enough. So. cleveland if you look at his, if you go follow him on twitter he looks exactly like steph curry like the resemblance is uncanny <laughs> Oh, we see, we got my my buddy here and um, Josh Corson getting in on the Legion of Griffin. Love the team name. Seahawks fan, um, lives down, kind of not that far from me, played basketball with him. He, he's hopped in on the podcast league. He, he's going in on Josh Gordon. Um, I mean, no negative news, really. Josh Gordon goes for two years, $30.5 million, which which I think is a decent price. Um, I mean, a little risky, but two years should be okay. Here comes Le'Veon Bell. This, sh- this should be an interesting one, especially given kind of the one-year aspect um, of things. Um, I'm, on the,
0: a- I'm on the running back set. He's my favorite rapper of the elderly running back set, so, like, that adds a little value to
1: him for in my mind, for sure. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I ca- I'll kind of date myself with this comment, but I feel like the best rap I've ever heard by an athlete was the Charles Barkley Nike commercial back in the days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> very nice very nice yes the. uh i mean any any allusion to barkley like wins my heart
1: yeah no i just i just thought it was good good lyrics succinct you know and, and kind of captured his persona pretty well all right what well, what so far we're about 30 million two years on levy on bell um i'll tease this out like kind of what i thought bell would go for um i had him at yeah, I have him on a one year going for about 37-and-a-half. So it'll be interesting to see what he gets up to. And I, you know, I, I I don't know that I'm so accurate on that, but um, you know, we'll we'll see. It'll be really interesting. Still productive. I mean, Ryan Ryan Benini didn't like the volume basically, but I, I I think you know, and he's worried about like some wear and tear. But I mean, I think. I think at the end of the day, you're getting one of the most productive running backs in the NFL.
0: Yeah. So Goody, I think we were doubling up there. I think something with my, my end of the spectrum, our listeners are probably hearing, uh, two things all at
1: once. Uh, Okay, we should probably just make sure we don't have the screen open for the for the YouTube channel then. Like I wouldn't have that as a tab. That's what got me in trouble. I have that closed right now.
2: All right, a few players deep.
1: Matt, am I on? Is this, is this Bernard? This is. All right, yeah, yeah. Luke's Luke's dealing with a little bit of a technical issue, so just give us a quick second.
0: Bernard, how you doing, man? Pretty good. How you doing, man? Good, good. So, everyone, we'd like to, to welcome uh, the Writers League champion, Bernard Fowler, to the league. And uh, he's going to start commenting for
1: us here. All right. How's it going, guys? Good, to, good to have you on, Bernard. This is Goody. Um, well, welcome. I think this is kind of right up your alley since you've been doing some annual uh, averages and values. So we can give you a chance to color commentate on this crazy sixteen-team auction. Um, Le'Veon Bell just went, I think, for four years, hundred eight million. Sunny Michelle is up right now. The current offer is four years, thirty-seven million by Kate Upton's TDs, um, which is Charles Noried um and bubble boy in the moops great seinfeld reference love that 37 and a half million four years so we're working at what what, what are you concerned about sonny michelle right now i am uh, he already had some issues coming into the nfl
2: uh, most notably some injury issues fumbling issues so he somewhat concerns me going into the season
1: yeah, I mean, it's a little interesting like between a rookie draft and you kind of have to take the long view because we don't have a rookie draft in, in this. We're going straight into the auction. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see what he fetches. I mean, I I think the range is is looking reasonable right now. I mean, you'd probably give him a four-year deal. Um, I, I mean, you kind of worry about some of that knee cartilage and some of the injuries he had. Um, but, you know, if, if he gains the prominent role in New England, you know, there's tons of upside on that. There is, it's a question of what this offense is gonna look like
2: in a couple of years, depending on if and when Brady ever retires.
0: Yeah, I'm confident in the reports are coming out lately that Brady and Gronk and Belichick are gonna try to stay together through the 2019 season. To me, that's about as far ahead that as we ought to try to predict, even in a format like Reality Sports Online. I don't know if i have any particular affinity for any of skill player that's <laughs> attached to new england beyond those two years so four years for sony michelle seems like a, a bit of a stretch with your four-year contract here so um we'll see um and bu- our our very own bubble boy landed that contract so in four years come at me and we'll see how that goes so, mm-hmm. yeah Goody, who do you think's coming next year? This is an interesting. I, we've seen some. Okay, here's a character, Mike Evans, a polarizing player. Who uh-huh. Was the darling yeah. dynasty a couple years ago? Listen, and, uh,
1: Luke is holding yeah. me holding me back from bidding on this because I know Luke Luke isn't a huge fan of Mike Evans, so I'll stay out of this one. <laughs> but I, I think I think we'll be making moves soon.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, and Bernard, weigh in here for us. Uh, we, we are, Goody and I are pretty torn. This is one of the players that we have the, the, the most distinct visions on. I, I think Mike Evans might be the second best wide receiver on his own, not vision <coughs> wise, but like uh, in terms of potential. Uh, so, what do you feel about that, Bernard?
2: Uh, he is actually, I actually own him in our Writers League. Uh, invested for a four year on our initial auction. Uh, really like the player. Uh, some questions going forward, what this is going to look like. Uh, there's a lot of competition for touches in Tampa Bay right now. You know, Godwin, DJX, uh, depending on how much uh, Ronald Jones gets involved in the offense. You know, they just spent a first round draft pick last year on uh, OJ Howard. Uh, Cameron Brate's still a part of the offense. So there's just a lot of miles to feed right now.
0: That was a feat indeed. In and do you think Jameis Winston is still going to be thrown in the ball three years down the line when this contract nears its end?
2: I think it's a lot sketchier now than it was just a year or two ago. I don't know if they're actually committed to him in the long term. I still think the probability is definitely he is going to be the starter for them for an extended period of time. But I think that possibility is getting shallower and shallower as we go on.
0: Fair enough. Well, five or pardon me, three years and twenty six million dollars fetches him in our in our league, and so here $2. comes in a year. Uh, here
1: we here we go. Odell Beckham Jr.
0: So beautiful, both on and off the field. What a what a handsome man. I think he's uh, he's someone that that Goody and I are not afraid to express our love for. Uh, nor are Kate Upton's TDs or Bobby Steels and Deals. Like, this guy is already escalating we're looking at four years 26 million 27 million so things are getting uh, out of hand quickly here um, so yeah we're now looking uh, we're, we're now looking pretty big and I, I, do, I do think it's we it would be unfair of goody and I not to at least weigh in a little bit here so um, that you know, a player's got a lot of love though when you can't even click the four-year max button fast enough before people uh, like outbid you. So, um, yeah, so that's what we're looking at, Goody.
1: Yeah, he's up to four years, hundred thirty-nine million. Luke, if you if you want to keep going, um, you know that's up to you. I'll keep quiet and do the commentary. Okay, no pressure. So
0: the, here's the other fascinating part about Goody and I. Uh, we we're trying this co-ownership thing for the first time. If any of you haven't tried it with one of your friends, I would recommend it. It really forces you to articulate your process out loud to somebody else and you, you catch your own idiosyncrasies. You kind of identify players that you're willing to dig in for. Um, um, and again, the, literally the button can't be clicked fast enough. This is a fascinating part of the reality auction room. Um, he's sitting at, Thirty-three and Odell keeps telling me that he values the current offer more. I would imagine this is what his real discussions are, are sounding like right now. Like, he's yeah. like, no, I'm more than that. Um,
1: it's so fun- yeah. He's it's funny because uh, in the auction room, for those who are, who are new, there's an RSO recommendation up in the left-hand corner. You may see, and it's four years, hundred seventy-one million, and um, he he's approaching that. So
0: um we're going back and forth with bobby Steels and deals uh who has identified the giants as the team of his particular affection so i think we might be up against a uh, up against a competitor that actually has some hometown love for our boy obj at the moment um he he i think bobby might be like brokenhearted a little bit when he gets traded to your cleveland brown to hang out with his boy jarvis landry what do you think about that goody
1: so. Yeah, he he may he may be. Um, I don't think he's gonna get traded to Browns, but at 164 million, I think we can let Bobby have him. Looks like I think Bobby has already got a couple players. So, um, I yeah, Luke and Luke and I had set a limit there of a hundred four year 160 million. So we kind of pushed the boundary a little bit. Price enforced, and and I I still think that's a good get for Bobby.
0: Yep. Yeah. So Bobby seems to disagree that he's gonna end up on the uh on the Browns as well. Um, But yes, that last little bit there, obviously it's not a new strategy in auction draft rooms, but when you see someone that's wearing their heart on the sleeve, like Bobby just did, that was beyond the comfort level for both Goody and I, but I knew we probably could have pushed him up over 170 million. And have you ever met a New Yorker? They're not going to back down from a fight on that. It probably would have just escalated. (laughs) And uh, Bobby probably Uh, would have been spending more.
1: Bobby steals with a Z and deals
0: yeah it's kind of Same. like look
1: lord tariq and peter Gunn, some town baby
0: yeah <laughs> bob Bobby has uh, we should talk about his team for a moment as you as you commented he he already hooked his team with a couple of players he's down to hundred eleven million and he's landed arguably the best uh young wide receiver and the best quarterback in the game with his four year deals so he claims now that he can take a little nap i would not recommend that particular strategy for your for your reality sports online yeah so.
1: Uh, Bernard, why don't you hop in here? Hopefully, you can see it. Deshaun Watson four years, hundred thirty and a half million. People clearly not concerned about the knee. Um, I'm concerned about this price tag um, and just kind of the indicator of what it may mean for quarterbacks, given like a six game sample size. You know, including he lit up like a defunct Seattle defense last year and kind of earned his stripes. So, what do you think? Yeah, I think when you look at it, he had a huge
2: five game streak. And you mentioned the Seattle uh, team, where their defense was basically decimated with injuries at that stage. Interesting enough, the other four teams were bottom third of the league in terms of pass defense. So you've got to put that, you know, take his great five-game stretch, you know, with a grain of salt.
1: Yep, and he ended up at four years, 132 and a half million. It looks like to um, Kate Upton's TDs. Here comes David Johnson. Bob, Bobby starts it off with David Johnson. Um, yeah, so let's see. Another another top-end running back, Le'Veon Bell, has been in before, so far. So, you know, what, what you see in an auction like this, like Bobby obviously has two players. Um, he's throwing a guy out that will probably sit for a little bit. But it will be interesting to see because, you know, most of the teams have their full budgets right now. Um, you know, I, I also encourage you guys, we'll check Twitter every now and then for questions if there's anything live. Um, obviously, we'll keep this as evergreen content as a reference tool. We'll probably do this as a heads up for probably the first, you know, I would say until about 6.30 or 7 p.m. Pacific time, um, just to kind of keep this going for kind of the top players, give you a feel for what's going on so far. Bobby says he's got two of the best players in the league. He's good so far. So, um, you know, this is, this is interesting. David Johnson, four-year, hundred million, right now. To the Legion of Griffin, three-year, eighty-seven million. For, um, air Raid. What do you guys think? What do you think about David Johnson and comeback trail this year?
0: I love David Johnson. I love everything he stands for. I like the way that he carries himself. I think he's going to be a good running back in this league for a long time. The news out of out of camp today in Arizona is that their starting center went down. I always like get jarred a little bit when the continuity of an offensive line that was as poor as Arizona's to begin with, uh, gets messed up. But, um, yeah, I mean, this becomes a question for a GM as to whether or not they bet on the player or they bet on, or they bet on the team surrounding the player because it doesn't look like roses in Arizona at the moment.
1: Yeah, Bernard, how many years would you be throwing at, um, at David Johnson in, in this auction that we're going through? I
2: would be comfortable with three. I, I really believe they're going to re-sign him, uh, extend him. He is on the older side for running back. He came in the league relatively late. But I think his receiving skills really insulate his value when you compare him to other backs, and it protects him against the offensive line problems in arizona
0: I, I tend to agree with you bernard i have him in our writers league uh love the kid uh, liked him was higher on him uh, even in his rookie season he was one of those rare players that you're kind of get all in on as a fantasy player <coughs> most of my leagues i've written out his career so far so Goody, we're 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 comfortable going a little bit higher than this, so I'm going to offer that now. But he's been kind of slow, stalling around there, so that's still below our threshold that we were comfortable oh, with. And he well,
1: came on top of this, just so. spiked up.
0: Yep.
1: So, so yeah, he's up to four years, 127.5 million, and that looks like what he's going for um J- josh corson nailed him in the legion of griffin four year 127 and a half million the fantasy affliction is on the clock nominating is our buddy tim to the north of us um, one of our canadian friends proving that rso is is global here comes Derek henry kind of an interesting polarizing player who may or may not be in a timeshare probably on the favorable side of the timeshare
0: yeah, and a lot of the best experts still have him in their top 25, so we're looking like uh, most of them are optimistic that he returns RB2 value. Uh, one of the things that this podcast can do for people is to determine what an RB2 value is in a massive league like ours, and um, yeah, he's already getting pretty expensive, right? We're looking at over... Uh, 15 million per year over the course of two years and people seem less willing to drop a longer contract on him. Uh, Bernard and, and Goody, you think that's because you save your three and four year contracts for players that you're really in love with in the like quarterback or receiver
1: position? Bernard, I'll let you go on that one.
2: That is definitely how I usually prioritize, especially in a league like yours with a huge uh, quarterback premium attached to it. <coughs> I think there's specific problems with Derrick Henry too. His,
1: uh, I think he, he's a guy 20- he twenty. This went for good value though. He did three years three years thirty-nine million. That's where he ends up. I mean I had him at three years, I think forty-eight million. So you know, um, I, I think that kind of works. Here comes Todd Gurley. All right, it's time to back up the Brinks truck. I, I don't think we're gonna do it, but let's see what happens.
0: No, but I think we, this should be a point of etiquette, right? We, we know how high we're willing to go. And I think we, I think, I don't want to wait around all night to see how, how far off that is from other people. So we, we went to the, there we go. <laughs> that uh, that <laughs> offer that we put out uh, lasted all of a few seconds. A lot of people remember him carrying most fantasy teams to the championship last year. Mr. Fowler, I think you were one of the recipients <laughs> of that beautiful run, am I right?
1: Oh, yes. He essentially won me the league for the most part. Uh, yeah. Well, he, he he and me, basically, because my starting Tom Savage over um, Deshaun Kaiser had a good game against the Packers. So I'm still waiting for my fruit basket, Bernard. Well done. I appreciate it, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I would still-
2: claim a lot of uh, good coachmanship, but the reality is the rest of my team was just bored for most of the year. And I- Thank you
1: for God Gurley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he he's certainly fun to watch, especially in the passing game. And that was my big frustration with the Rams under Jeff Fisher. It was just like, you know, and it's, it's frankly, it's my frustration with the Falcons with Coleman and Freeman under Steve Sarkeesian. I, I mean, I I'm hoping that Sean McVay kind of unlocked the secret sauce to you know, show you know Sean McVay, head coach, obviously, but kind of show what running you know the value of receiving running backs. And Gurley went for four years, hundred fifty five point five million. Here comes here comes Eli Manning, could be a nice nice QB three or something like that. Um, interesting. Oh, price value. He's already at one year eleven million, so that'll be interesting to see whether he'll stick at that. Um, that kind of we're kind of establishing the market for quarterbacks here most folks are willing to give him one year think hey he's got Evan Ingram he's got OBJ he's got Sterling Shepard he's got Saquon Barkley so Eli Manning's up to one year 16 million um, which is well out of my comfort zone um, but should be interesting What do you, what do you think guys I think it's interesting, as you say. Uh, it's
0: one of my first drafts I've seen Eli Manning catching any action. And I think, honestly, we're, we should be grateful for the kind of um, passionate intellect we have in our listeners. And I'm not saying that lightly. I actually think Eli is a, a really good candidate for a bounce back. And it's ridiculous to pin last year all on him. Uh, you described and detailed the weapons that he has. And I have a lot of confidence in his new head coach, Pat Shermer, to scheme. A really exceptional pro um, into some situations that can put him in a spot where he'll succeed uh, even in a tough division
1: yeah it looks like he may be going two years 30 and a half million to Brian Ross yep that's the winning bid oh no bubble boy in the moops comes in at one year 19 and a half million we're still going we got bubble boy in the moops against Brian Ross Brian change your team name already buddy <laughs> <laughs> I think almost everyone's got team names. Oh, there he goes. Two years, $31.5 million for Eli, the man, the myth, the legend, Manning. All right, Poppin' Bortles is, is nominating right now. Love the team name. Um, hopefully it's Bortles on his team uh, if he's adding, if, if he has him as team name. Here comes Andy Dalton, similar maybe to the Eli Manning um, range um, kind of tier. Let's see what he goes for.
0: Yep, jumps up right into that relative tier. Um and this is an interesting strategy. I think a lot of people are attentive to the fact that we're sixteen teams deep that we'll need two quarterbacks. Andy Dalton is a serviceable second quarterback, and he went for two years thirteen million. So he came in slightly under Eli. It's probably about where we had him valued. So I, again we're probably gonna have to stop talking and start bidding at some point here, good. So,
1: yeah, no, I yeah, I know. We we will. Here comes Saquon Saquon Barkley. Who's paying for zero sample size? I I'm projecting Barkley going for four years 140 million. Let's see what happens. He's almost already there. Could be a fantasy beast. Four years 150 million, fantasy affliction. Four years 150 and a half for Kate Upton's TDs. What would you be doing here, Bernard?
2: I would not be paying up this much without question we have no idea at this stage what his role is we know he's going to be a big part any team that invests a second pick overall in a running back is going to use that running back we simply don't know uh the offensive line is improved but it's still a middling you know run offensive line He's going to be used in the passing game. We just don't know how much when you already have Sterling Shepard, OBJ, Evan Ingram. So it's hard to imagine how much he's actually worth.
1: Yeah, it's, hard, it's really hard to put a mark, market on it right now. He, he went for four years, $155.5 million. It's very similar to what Todd Gurley went for. And, I, I mean, obviously I'd rather have the proven commodity, um, you know, in the – in a better offense if I'm, you know, all things being equal. Here comes Legion of Griffin nominates Antonio Brown. He of he have wide receiver one fame for the last three, four years in a row. I mean, the, the, this one's going to go, you know, for significant money. Um, what are we thinking, Luke? Uh, well, I was totally,
0: I am really deferential to you on, um, your, your view, um, yeah. Um, I, on on Antonio Brown, I think I think I'm already looking at you like a shorter contract for him given his age.
1: Um, yeah, I do. And, so like, if if you still like what we're doing here, then let's. Ooh. Yeah, I don't like this though. <laughs> yeah, don't no, it
0: beyond. I thought I was high on him, frankly, and it's already escalated beyond a price that I'm comfortable with. Um, yeah. So. And this, is, this tends to cut against both our strategies, and Bernard, I think, I, I don't know if I can remember exactly how you played it in the Writers League, but I, I'm usually a lot more aggressive at the beginning of the auction. auction. This shows a lot of confidence and experience amongst our co-auctioneers here to be this aggressive this early in, uh, in a league that kind of demands depth from each one of our teams.
2: Yeah, roster construction is gonna be interesting for your type of league, uh, with so many starters relative to bench spots. Uh, with regards to Brown, I think it's, we're at an odd stage where all these guys who have been number ones, Antonio Browns, A.G. Greens, you know, Des Bryants, Julio uh, Jones, they're all around that 30-year-old mark. So they're on You know, – we're starting to get to the backswing, and you're going to see some questions on how long people invest in these top wide receivers.
0: Right now we have uh, the very polarizing Ezekiel Elliott on the table. The recommendation coming out of RSO for him is four years and 163 million dollars. Um, anybody that watched like the Amazon, um, the Amazon nothing. series featuring featuring Ezekiel Elliott, I'm not even confident he's going to be in the league in four years. He does not convince me. Uh, that he's the kind of professional that will carry himself in that manner, but uh, I think for this year he, there's a chance he's RB one. So that's that's uh, that's kind of where I sit on Zeke. How how do you guys feel about him?
1: I'll hop in here. I mean, I I think the volume and the role is going to be heavy. I think that I think he's just a little bit of a goofball. Like honestly, I don't know about his, like the con. I, I'm not so concerned about him conduct wise as long as he. You know, I think he probably figured figured it out a little bit getting suspended last year. So I think production wise, you're you're paying for him like you're paying for anyone else. He's 23, a little younger than Todd Gurley. And it's just such a prominent role in the offense. And I'm I'm still buying that offensive line. I just I'm trying to inject some discipline into like my process. You know, I really believe in process here. And um, you know, I, I think that, you know, we'll we'll be getting some values at some point here too, Luke. And you know, I, I think we kind of have a, have a strategy and we're, we're seeing how, how it plays out. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I do think as he, you know, you can't predict injuries, but I think these guys are all going to produce. So four years, 155 million seems to be the market for the top running back. So Barkley just got that. Zeke got it. And um, Gurley got it. And then Le'Veon Bell may actually turn into a bargain at this point. Maybe even David Johnson, same thing.
0: Yeah, no, I, I am feeling the the, the buyer's lack or lack of buyer's <laughs> remorse about David Johnson at the moment. Uh, I think now's a good time. We're at the end of the first round. Speak to us about the different um, positions that are open again. Let's remind people what kind of starting lineups we have to fill out as we, as we go along here.
1: Sure. We, we have a, a quarterback. Um, we have two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight, a tight end, and then we have two flex positions and a super flex. We're also, we're carrying a little smaller benches. So that kind of normalizes a little bit of the quarterbacks may make one or two actually available in free agency. You know, probably not. We also have some caps on how many quarterbacks a roster can carry. So that's five. If, if someone in this league wants to carry five on an 18 man roster, that's probably not the best strategy. Um, but, you know, I, I think we have, you know, with the contracts, we have, two four-year deals, three three-year deals, four two-year deals, and then two that we, 2 one-year deals that you can convert to a two- or three-year deal at the end of the auction um, within 24 hours. So I, I think that, you know, you, you can apply many different strategies and have success in this league. I mean, it's only only six of these teams are going to make the playoffs out of 16 because I do want there to be some type of, advantage for the top two you know for the people who tried through the regular season with the top two records otherwise i feel like when you get into a one versus eight scenario in a given week it's not like there's home field advantage or anything else so what we're, we're pretty creative our 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 last two class spots will be uh, uh wild cards on total points um so very unconventional league i would say
0: yeah, the Blake Borders of reality is is not highly regarded. The one in fantasy has been a wide, or, pardon me, a quarterback one for the last three seasons. He just went for a steal in our league. If you if you take the, if you go by that metric, he, he ended up at three years and twelve million dollars per year. Um, another his teammate now Leonard Fournette is on the table. Uh, given how much our running backs are going for, and given the RB craze in the league right now, I would not anticipate him coming in too low. Uh, as
1: we go along here, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right um. now he's at four years, 121 million, kind of similar to what, um, yeah, Luke and I are, are strategizing via text, um, so <laughs> ho- hopefully there's no hackers here. There, there, there's some guy. You know, we got some upper tier guys. A lot, a lot of good running backs have gone. So, like, foundationally, we'll see. Hopefully, we we haven't given up too much advice on the podcast. Um, you know, I I think you'll get a real glimpse in, you know, behind the hood when we start nabbing some guys. You know, and spending spending our money. So, I pers I personally like Fournette a lot, especially you know, and you know, I think he's going to score a lot of touchdowns, good yardage. He's a better receiver than people give him credit for. Um, but you know there, there's a lot of running backs still out there still out there that can present some value
0: <laughs> The little yay from the crowd. Uh,
1: yeah that 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 yay um, RSO superchargers. We love the name once Marcus Bernard is listed as a co-owner on that So we could kind of see this auction. So you probably heard Bernard's speaker go there um <laughs> So what, what do you think about four years, $131 million for Fournette, Bernard? It's a good deal relative to those other, other backs. What do you think, Bernard?
2: Yeah, I actually think he's a similar type of player to uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, I think you're going to see similar workloads. I think you're going to see similar touches in the passing game. I think the huge difference is Dallas has one of the best offensive lines in the game, and they've got him locked up for years. and Jacksonville has improved this offseason, especially adding Andrew Norwell, uh, probably the best offensive lineman in the free agency this year. So I like him. He's got a little bit of injury uh, history on the lower body, but great player, and he's going to be the focus part of that offense.
0: Luck just went for four. That was like the. So Luck, who's been making a lot of news, went rather quietly while we were hearing from you, Bernard. He went in. Uh, for four years, just under 25 million. I think if you're comfortable with the risk of his arm, you're in good shape there. Right. Here we go. I wondered about rookie quarterbacks and how they would appear in this particular um, format. Sam Darnold, who has the potential to start for the New York Justice Year, is already fetching three years <laughs> and at about six million per year. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, li- I like the strategy. You're, you're not looking at much more than a rookie contract depending on how high he goes. you're kind of assured a starter with that draft pedigree. I think this is a wise move and, and I think we're seeing again some smart strategy from from players in the league. what do you any thoughts on that?
2: I think the uh, it's interesting because of how few bench spots you have on how much you can invest in these prospects. I'll call them where you don't know if they're going to be actual starters for you and you don't know if they're actually going to be usable during the year. Uh, You know, I I think there's eight bench spots in the league, if I'm correct. You're absolutely right. uh, You know, that leaves a lot of limits, you know, for injuries, bye weeks, you know, just for under and underperforming players. So it's more of a risk with this type of league is how I see it.
0: You're not wrong. Well, I think it does amplify a couple of strategies. We'll at least really see them unfold on the, the teams that we're watching bid here. Um, and Yeah, so, and I think that, that demands that you think about roster construction a lot. Uh, Goody's attempt to limit the bench uh, is, is certainly comes into play here. Um, and right now, for example, we're looking at a quarterback, Matthew Stafford. He's 30 years old. And there, there, becomes a question like, how many years ought to be offered him? We are in a league that loves him. Like he is already exceeding, like Andrew Luck money. Um, <laughs> he's at exceeding Andrew Luck money. So I guess that answered the question on how our particular league feels about Matthew Stafford. The lion is roaring, and I can barely, uh, I can barely stomach this as a Viking fan, to be honest. Like he's in a tough division and is going to be playing some brilliant defenses. The Bears are on the up and coming. That I mean. The Packers typically don't have a strong secondary, but typically are a very good team. And the Vikings arguably had the best defense in the league until they like decided to do whatever that was in the NFC Championship game. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 this is way in excess of what I anticipated for Stafford. I kind of love our league already. I never saw, saw this coming. His RSO recommendation is one year, 9 million, and he's currently sitting at four years and 119 million yeah prices are going crazy here um it probably should be a point that or, or, or a moment that we point out that the site does the best it can appealing to the default uh norms obviously if anything you walk away from this particular aid for you and as far as evergreen contact and when you get to hear from a champion like bernard and from the wisdom such as it is from Goody and I, like you really ought to be making your own values, constructing that and going in confident with those values ahead of time. It's it's giving Goody and I a lot of confidence to sit back on guys and then pointing out to us times that we should have been more aggressive too. Uh, so speaking of aggression, we're staring at the top target for Drew Brees. And he's certainly fetching uh, money that, that speaks to and to his role attached to one of the best quarterbacks in the history of the league. Um, Bernard, I'm particularly interested in how you feel about him here. He was another one of the darlings. Uh, went Mike Evans. Michael Thomas is another one that people were kind of gambling on last year. Um, who would you feel more confident in owning out of the two the two Mikes at this point?
2: Uh, if I'm putting in a four-year contract, it'd be Mike Evans. Okay. But just because of the quarterback uncertainty, you know, we don't know how long Breeze is going to be there um, and what that offense is going to look like. With Luke,
1: you want to text me?
2: How long has sure. it been since uh, New Orleans has been without Breeze? You know, right,
0: right, right. So,
2: um, I love Michael Thomas, the player, though. I mean, I, I can't say enough good things about him. No negatives, really. You know, great player.
0: Uh, we're looking at uh about where we're 20 players in in terms of bids a lot of money off the board um some really good money being thrown around here again like he's sitting at nearly 30 million i i would have been much more comfortable investing that in like obj uh this clearly shows again team situation um and and yeah and so matt and i are starting to think clearly now as it thins out top-level guys, the big names, the flashy players are coming off the board, and there's still plenty of them left, and do we want shiny toys like the Julio Jones, like the Alvin Kamara, uh, like the cream hunts of the world? Um, do we want those those remarkably staggeringly efficient players um, that, have, that have wowed the league in the past, like the Travis Kelseys, or... Um, or the players that are, are the fantasy analyst darlings like Joe Nixon's? Like, these are the kind of thoughts that run through your head when you're sitting in an auction. Um, or do we want last year's darling, Devonte Freeman, who's coming off a knee injury, um, a young man, though, at 26 years old, right in the wheelhouse of those other running backs? I don't think he's going to go for as much as Leonard Fournette. Um, what do you think, Goody?
1: probably not just with, with the concussions and whatnot too. And the fact that he's in a little bit of a timeshare, but I mean, I, I think he's already over like a 20 million an, annual average. I, I see that happening, especially with like what the running backs are looking like here. Um, so, I yeah, I, I, I think he just went two years, 49 million. And yeah, I, I think that's, that sounds about right. Yeah. That's a great, that's, a, that's well done.
0: Um, and, uh, So here we go, Julio is gonna be fascinating, right? Got paid in real life, 29 years old. Uh, Two schools of thought on him. One, that he's a bigger receiver that's breaking down and we might be entering into the Andre Johnson twilight years with him. Other people who point out that he's still attached to an ascendant offense and ascendant quarterback and is himself one of the most remarkable physical specimens the leagues have ever seen. so he's right now has a slower bidding market than say michael thomas did um and there might be value here um yeah you could have him for one year 46 million if you're not confident about his longevity and someone nailed him uh (laughs) so the fantasy affliction just landed him for three years 92 million i think that's one of the better values so far i have to really compliment that one that's that's yeah here
1: comes the first tight end
0: Yeah. Take that away. I'm I'm with you. Like this, he's, he's an awesome guy. I've got him in our, our our writers league for sure. Um, character and he fetches a lot of fun. I mean, he's just a fun guy. Like frankly, he gets a lot of attention for the right reasons. So
1: yeah. um, You know what I like about this? I like just getting into the auction time of year like I never really thought that Travis Kelsey was 29 years old already. Now you see that he is. So it kind of helps me for kind of helps frame my mindset for other leagues. Not that he's necessarily available. So I, I mean, I think someone's gonna get a, a pretty good value here. Um, I mean, right now he's three years, 51 million. I, I mean, I see, I see that, you know, he's probably the tight end one or tight end two. I, I see him going for over 20 for sure. Um, you know, 25 potentially, Yeah,
0: for sure. And he's the kind of player that's going to keep driving the market with name value and with his production last year. He just feels safe at a position where safety is hard to come by.
1: Yeah. Okay, three years, $61 million, Devontae Cleveland got him. Yeah, I like that contract. I think that's a solid contract. I mean, Luke, one thing as we're going and, you know, other teams are getting all these players, you and I have to – you know, Bernard, I j- feel free to jump in and, and start taking over this uh, at some point because we, Luke and I do have to get some players. Um, here comes AJ Green, 30, 30 years old. I mean, if Julio went for the one thing, we, this could be a fairly good value. So let's see what we got.
2: Yeah, I think AJ is going to be pretty comparable to what Julio is going for. And, you know, maybe even a little less. Uh, he doesn't have quite as stable a situation. With Andy Dalton throwing in the ball versus Matt Ryan, but I think he could come in a good value.
0: Yeah, there's a, there's a lot to love about AJ Green. I think the it, it's impossible for the Bengals to get worse than they were last year. I, if I'm not mistaken, they were the least efficient offense in the league. They ran the fewest plays, or among the fewest plays, and some of the the way that that Dalton was battered and the. the the splits between Dalton when Dalton gets time to throw the ball and when he's on kind of on the run for his life are pretty staggering so he's a really high-end quarterback when he's given time in the pocket and more so even than most passers in the league when he's forced to run or improvise he's one of the worst and last year we saw bad Andy and I, I think there's a good chance that their offense will rebound to the point not that like Joe Mixon's running running wild in the league, but certainly to the point where AJ Green, who we already know is a remarkable player, will be able to like perform in a really great way. And he landed three years and twenty six million. Again, right in the wheelhouse of what the other great receivers are, probably a bit of a value
1: there. Three year eighty yeah. Oh, he's still going. He's still going. Uh oh, oh no, nope, just ended. All right. Here comes Kareem Hunt, guy I, I have in our, our writer's league.
2: I'm expecting big things out of him once again. Um, I think there's still questions about uh, where and, you know, if he's fully back from a pretty devastating knee injury last season um, there's going to be questions about you know, how much they keep Mahomes in line and you know they might want to limit him just uh, kind of avoid some of those turnovers uh, keeping in the run game they'll really like him coming this up here
0: the one thing that uh daunts me about kansas city is if we're trying to win this year uh early early strengths of schedule metrics that I like and actually uh, that take into account defensive player movement rather than just playoff teams from last year uh, project a pretty rough road ahead for the chiefs. Like it's, they're going to have a rookie quarterback. They're going to be losing possession a lot, I think. And right. uh, and we just lost Kareem hunt. Uh, he went for 30 three. million
1: per year for three years. <coughs> All right. Let's see here. Yeah, it's it's hard to stay it's to stay in your swim lane when everybody's kinda of going crazy. here's Will Fuller, very interesting receiver, twenty four years old. Um can a lot a lot of speed, did really well in a stretch with Deshaun Watson last year. I think he could be a pretty good value.
0: I like Ryan's strategy here. Uh he's he is a player, as you say, that that just piques a lot of people's interest, but he's coming at a point in the auction when a lot of people have guys in mind that they're saving for, right? And so, um, but having said that, he's already fetching a, a good price. There's, there's a sense in which you get that some people just want to run away from the auction with a, like, get it done. Um, but he went for two years, 11 million. That's probably fair value.
1: 11 million a year, yeah all right we're, we're almost back to the front end we we've gone through 29 players signed in about an hour which which is actually not so bad um let's see who's on the clock now philip rivers yeah the
0: p riv a a graduation speaker at my alma mater a couple years ago. So that's, that's always likable. And I believe at this point, he has 37 children, one for each of his years on the planet. So it's like that's that's always a, it speaks to his masculinity. He is, people are loving him at one year um, for sure. So, um, what do you think Goody? I've actually let, us put this on, let's put this on air. Let's talk, our, let's talk it through. Like we, we both like rivers, um, yeah, I all have the quarterback,
1: th- I like them in the system that we have with the completions and the first downs and everything else. I just, I'm a little skittish at $30 million, like in a one year, like because of what that takes away from your other cap, you know? Yeah.
0: All our, our quarterback values at this point though, to be full disclosure everybody are completely shot. They've been blown out. Like they're not relative. So at this point, Goody and I have like adjusted that. We're, we're being responsive to that. We still have the guys that we're going to target, like good. Rivers is one of them. I'm way more comfortable with him here. Um, yeah, so that's so as so everybody can hear it uh, talked out is for sure. Yes, and I do agree. Uh, D from our, our resident Eagles fans chiming in that Rivers is better than Eli it might be a little Philly bias coming at you there, but um, I, I do tend to think Rivers is better. Yeah. So Rivers ended up going for two years, twenty four million um, a year. Yep. So, yeah, 49 million total. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. So. Here comes Here comes Devante. Um let's see who he's going to throw on the clock. Rob Gronkowski could pre- could present a value here given what Kelsey just went for. It's up to 2 years 34 million. What would you be be doing with Gronk right now, uh, Bernard?
2: Love Gronk uh probably in this format i'm probably not going to be investing in them uh it's just your quarterbacks are too valuable in this type of league i'm probably not going to be spending big money on tight ends now if he comes up as a value i'm all for it but
0: yeah there's a, i mean there's a few people bidding on him including us we're like in on this action he's he's pushing three years Seventy-four million at this point. He's re- like, and uh, there's a few people right at this threshold that are like the the bidding back and forth is pretty fast and furious. So people are obviously comfortable here. Um, yeah, so I think it's interesting. The the air raid Broncos fans are coming in yeah. a late cowboy fan entrance into it. But uh yeah, Gronk. People apparently are confident that he's not going to force that he's going to forestall his wwe career long enough to uh, jump in on this so.
1: three years 75.5 million all right let's see here hey bernard while, while we have you right before we have to throw a player out you, are, are there some guys you want to talk about like maybe later on that you'd be looking at
2: i'm gonna be interested uh, a guy i love is Marquise goodwin uh, he's going super late um Super cheap in most auctions. Uh, if if you're wanting a piece of the San Fran offense, if you're wanting a piece of Jimmy Garoppolo, you know that's a guy I'm trying to target in any big league uh, wide receivers uh, in general. There's just it's so deep that I'm usually going to be looking at the uh, later guys. I'm going to look Emmanuel Sanders, uh, Randall Cobb's. You know that that's the kind of guys I'm going to be wanting in this type of
1: auction. Understood. What What do you think? What about you, Luke? Yeah, no, I mean, there's there's obviously guys that we have that we love.
0: It's going to be interesting to see. I think there's a point now where we 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 can't back down. Like we we're we're invested. We know the guys that we want. It's going to be interesting to see how pricey they become. Like and and right. certainly some of the guys later on in the draft are fascinating. I I too like Marquise Goodwin. I think he's like he's like he's a cheap relatively. Cog in the awesome off- in the offense that everybody loves out in San Francisco this year, um yeah. and I think maybe that Bronco offense is a little bit un- underrated to some extent. Cortland Sutton is apparently a like a Greek god out in camp. That's all the reports coming out lately. So like, there's going to be some interesting things. Right now, we're staring at the last um we're staring at the last like of the big three tight ends. I think he's way undervalued. What are you talking? Like, Goody, I- I'm hopping in here. I don't. Know. I-, I can't even. I like stand how low he's going for. I mean, th- this man hurt me in ways that most professional athletes don't, but like he's, uh, I mean, he's only two years, 16 million right now. We just
1: got him. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. That, that's not a bad value. I wasn't necessarily targeting him, but that'll, that'll work for me. Now we'll, um, nominate his battery mate, Carson Wentz. Yeah. And see what, see how crazy people get with him.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I wasn't necessarily targeting him either. But he went uh, – your spreadsheet like had him right there, and I was way – I thought that was under, so I'm really happy. That was good teamwork there. I just jumped in because I saw him going so low. Um, so our first player yes. was
1: kind of a yes. – Sorry. The and he, and, he, and the, the irony is he went exactly for the money I had in the spreadsheet exactly like two, two, two years 33 million I, I mean you can't draw this up sometimes especially with some craziness but i'm sure everybody will start hopping on the chat and saying oh yeah congratulations you got a tight end um you know we'll, we'll go after the the skill position so but, but yeah no I, I appreciate you going in on that luke because i, I do think there's a, a, a good amount of value there all right um we're, we're at we're at, on carson wentz we're at four years 130 million so he he, I think, I don't remember what Watson went for, but he's fetching similar prices. Yeah, has he exceeded Aaron Rodgers at this point? Is that is? There, are we looking at
0: like a higher? Um, let's um, let's look back at Bobby's team. Aaron Rodgers is sitting there, uh, four years, um, hundred
1: thirty six. It looks like,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so Rodgers is still outstripping wins, but but that shows the good value that Bobby got at the beginning by jumping in on Aaron Rodgers. I don't know that. Right. I don't know four that year.
1: I was, yeah, he went for four years, 132 million. Okay, we're nominating another one. Let's see. How about this guy? Nominate Devontae Adams of the Green Bay Packers. Um, see see what people th- seem to think about him. <laughs>
0: this is this is honestly a little bit of the man love between Goody and I like he's being kind enough to nominate players that like he knows that I just don't want to see anymore (laughs) so (laughs) well uh,
1: I mean I like Devontae I mean he's clearly wide receiver one in, in in a good offense it's it's just really a matter of you know like what you think uh you know how what you want to do with guys I mean the concussion history scares me a little bit frankly um I mean, he's also a good guy who hasn't really hit a 1,000 yards yet. I don't necessarily trust the other receivers in Green Bay to, like, draw coverage off of Devontae Adams as well. So, you know, th- I, I mean, definitely a wide receiver one, probably a wide receiver who can finish in the top 10 fantasy points for sure, but it's, like, depending what's your risk tolerance. So, you know, Bernard, you know, you're you're impartial in this. What do you think?
2: Adams is in a void. At most of the prices I have seen, uh, you know, he's usually coming in around what you can do. Julio, uh, Julio, you're talking about a guy that has you know, 1,400 plus yards is pretty well standard for him. Devonte Adams he's a player who hasn't hit a thousand yards in a season yet. Uh, yep. That's just a huge chunk of change. You're basically paying elite prices for a good player who's in a great offense with a great QB. Uh, that's kind of the situation I generally avoid because your pain, you know, <laughs> if the touchdowns drop off just a little bit, he can sink a lot further than what people think.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. It'll be, I mean, and I, everyone seems to love like Randall Cobb this year as a value. I mean, Cobb to me is interesting as a value, but I, I still see somebody as a receiver who has trouble getting open. Um, so that that could be interesting to see what he does, what he fetches. All right. Jarek McKinnon on the on the 49ers. Uh let's see what he I know Luke Luke has talked him up a lot in the offseason, um, thinking that he'll go for a lot of money in one of his leagues that has very scarce running back free agency. Um, I you know, I, I I definitely like the role in the offense, but you know, the question is can he handle the workload in San Francisco? Absolutely. Uh, And that's about as hard as you can hit that
0: nail on the head. Um, It's interesting too, as you walk through the auction, I'm trying to show people some roster constructions. If you're following along um, on the feed, a lot of people have invested in at least a quarterback along the way here. Um, Brian Ross probably has the most interesting roster construction. Uh, Pardon me, Bubble Boy. uh, Our Bubble Boy... Seems to have the most interesting roster construction. Already four deep at running back: Devontae Freedom, Freeman, Todd Gurley, Derrick Henry, and Sony Michelle. That's gonna. It's interesting now, uh, and still with nearly a hundred million left to fill out the rest of his roster. So that's actually a, like an interesting start, um, given how few running backs the rest of us have. And McKinnon went for about fifteen million per year. That's a much lower salary than we even saw, say Derrick Henry, who went for three years, twenty-six million. Um, I just comparing those two players, I like both of them. Uh, Derek Henry went for three years 26 and we looked at, sorry, pardon me, three years 26 per year. Or pardon me, I'm reading that wrong and Derek Henry actually went for 12 million per year. So I actually like the values on both those guys there. So now we're looking at Jarvis Landry. Uh, Bernard, when we're, when we're talking about um, Jarvis Landry, we're talking about a guy in a new system, got paid a lot of money. He's advocating for better receivers to come play alongside him. How, how do you think about his long term projections? So.
2: Long term, I, I like Baker Mayfield as a prospect going in. So I really like him there. I just, it's hard to envision him ever being the same type of player that he was in Miami, at least in terms of the workload that he was getting and the type of use that they were using. I I don't see that same usage in Cleveland for this year. He's a strict avoid for me. Uh, I envision Tyrod, uh, he's going to be starting most of the year. I envision, and that's just not going to be the workload for him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So here's another player, Keenan Allen, banged up for much of his career. Uh, showed some promise with Philip Rivers, who we don't know how long is still in the clock. Um, and yeah, so now we're 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 talking about a player like the mini bidding market already slows down for him uh, in the range of like three years, eighty eight million dollars. Uh, there's still a few teams in on him here. Um, he seems like an interesting prospect in that like he has top 10 upside might not have league winning potential. Um, and it just depends on how you feel about the charger offense. Um, yeah, as far as true number one wide receivers, uh, we're, we're looking, we're getting back towards the back end of that. He's 26 years old and the three year, 105 million dollar recommendation is what comes to us from the reality sports online network. And people are comfortable with like that. We're looking at, uh, he's definitely pushing up into the range of those other good, like the Julio, Julio's of the world. Um, And so, yeah, people are going to have to make a decision on how high they're willing to go at three or potentially four years for him. Um,
2: He's great. I love him. There's nothing else to say. He's just, he creates so many easy, throws from Philip Rivers, such quick separation, uh, really easy slant routes. Uh, he's kind of, to me is the, uh, I call him the Jordan Reed of wide receivers. I mean, he just makes it so easy for his quarterback. And I think if you look over his last three years, his 16 game average is, you know, north of a hundred receptions per year, you know, 1300 yards. So. No qualms, whatever. On a two or three year deal, I love him.
0: And so why do you draw the line at the two or three years? Does everybody keeps coughing up four year options for him here?
2: Uh, For me, it's uh, tied to Rivers. I don't know if Rivers is going to be there. You know, Three years is about as far as I see with Rivers. I don't see four years. So I, I don't want to necessarily invest in that extra year if I can avoid it. You know, I got gotcha. you. Possibility that it's going to be a new QB. QB. This is kind of my strategy. I try to avoid situations that I don't really know. You know.
0: Yep. So. So yeah, we're. I mean, we're coming to the end of it now. Looks like there's just a couple people left in on on him, and he's he's up against that thirty million dollar per year threshold. And we actually ended up landing him. That was one of the guys that both. Goody and I agreed on that we ought to go get, and we went and got him. And so, Goody, now that we've spent some big money, how are you feeling about that purchase?
1: I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, I I like the Chargers. I mean, being someone who lived in L.A. for a long time, I mean, I love seeing them in San Diego. Just fun offense. I mean, Bernard, you know, with the four years, I I, I totally see the concerns, but – I mean, I, I, I'm still looking at good. I think we're getting one of the best route runners in the game. And and I think he even had an NFL special um, talking about how he runs routes, something that Mark and I talked about a little bit as Fento. Um, So I I love the precision of routes. I know Rivers loves them. I I feel like the injuries were kind of some freak things. So I'm not, I'm not afraid to pay for that. Yeah. It was nice to
0: be in lockstep on Allen, like for sure, because, uh, he he came in at what we hoped to pay for him in terms of the the yearly value, and we extended a year so we didn't bury ourselves uh, in kind of the the three year range at a much higher cost. And uh, yeah, I mean it's it was one of those um, one of those innovations that we had to make in mid bid, but. Um, but my compliments right. to uh to, the, to our resident Packer fan for driving that and uh, yeah and so that's what we're looking at we're looking currently at a team that consists of Keenan Allen and Zach Ertz.
1: Right now we got Ronald Jones on the clock. He's looking at three years, thirty-two and a half million um, for Legion of Griffin. Um, so we've seen some two-year deals thrown out, some three-year deals. Talk to me about Ronald Jones, Bernard. I know you have him in the writers' league, and I think that's because you got him at the end of the first round and value presented itself. What would you be doing with Ronald Jones here? Where do you like him, just in a in a rookie draft, like if you know outside the one that you participated in with us? Yeah, I had him in my middle of the first round in
2: terms of non super flex league. So you know, in that you know five, six, seven range of running backs, you know. Uh, same range as you know number one number two receivers of the rookie grass I, I love the potential of what he can be i mean he outside of barkley i consider him probably the most explosive back i saw on tape uh he moves differently than most of the other backs there's a lot of great uh prospects in this but he just has a complete different level uh it's amazing to see once he gets past people The defensive backs don't catch to him he's just a home run hitter i love uh, on the potential to be on that tampa bay offense for a long time i like that he's really young you know that's not as important for our contracts leagues but i still like it for running backs because i don't think people realize uh for running backs the running back contract is the prime years running backs that's when they're at their top usually
1: Yes. So, love him. Can we talk about Alvin Kamara, who's on the clock now? Don't want to cut you off, but we're we're up to four years, 125 million by De- Devonte Cleveland, his D- his team Deely. Um, we've got some fierce bidding going. I think some owners realizing maybe that the running back position is starting to erode. Maybe they haven't gotten their "quote unquote" RB one. We're waiting for Kamara to come on the clock.
0: Yeah, I mean, as far as watching what he's going for, he's he's a definitely uh, a good deal relative to some of the other backs um, with whom he's veer, viewed in a tier. And uh, it just comes down to whether or not you're a believer in what kind of back he's going to be moving forward. Most people seem to understand that the kind of efficiency, which was literally historical last year, will probably not be repeated. But he's tied to a great offense, at least for the next couple of years. And he's tied to a good offensive line, and a, in a by all accounts a brilliant offensive mind. He's got all the factors that you look for. I think he's going to be a very good return um, on that value for this season. Uh, in the chat, Bobby makes a good point. So when we talk about receiver contracts now, the thirty-six million given. Per season, given over four years for Odell Beckham Jr. looks very reasonable, knowing how much like these guys, like Allen Robinson and Tyree Kill, are about to go for. Um, and we're looking at Brandon Cooks, who actually is is going for substantially less, a third of that right now. So um, Brandon Cooks was involved in some wheeling and dealing in our league. A lot of people have torn but he's tied to a good year quarterback, bright offensive line, only 25 years old. 3,000 yard seasons to start his career. What what am I missing here? Why is he going for so low relative to the other wide receivers?
1: What do you think Bernard? I think there's
2: concerns about what his role is in the offense. Uh, We've seen uh, the McVeigh offense through, uh, well, formerly St. Louis, now LA, uh, Previously, Washington, and basically no receiver in that offense gets a big market share. So you're going from Cooks, from two of the greatest QBs in our generation, to Jared Goff, which uh, I think people question whether he's a good quarterback or if he's a product of the system. But I think those are your main worries with him
0: fair. Now, we've got one of the most likable and interesting players in the league, Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, coming on the board here, my, my nephew, who's a giant Eagles fan, is showing up to their preseason game in a Juju Smith-Schuster jersey, which speaks to, I think, his appeal to the youth, as people, as people say. Um, but yeah, like I think uh, beyond his off-the-field appeal, a lot of people really like him as a player. So, um, so we're, we're, we're in on that a little bit. Um, for sure, and and Goody's going to handle our bidding on him, and like and these 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 folks are are worth um, going after sometimes if you have a player that you believe in. So, um, and so there's still a lot of teams in on this. The we have several teams still bidding on Juju Smith-Schuster, and um, yeah, this is a. A fair range where he's at right now. I think a lot of people are willing to push it further um, than than where it's at now.
1: Yeah, Luke, why don't you hop on text? Yeah. So. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) and yeah, so like it it was reaching the upper echelon and of where where Goody and I are comfortable. But I I liked I liked dipping our toe in that, and we might still go after him a little bit here. Like he's not he's not pressing too far beyond the outer reaches. I just think. This is not near the end. I think he's one of those players that a lot of people want to have him on their team. So I think this price is going to end up a lot higher than we're looking at right now. If I had to anticipate it, there's still th- several teams involved in the bidding. Um, so we go there. One of our elite mates, I-, I was getting a little nervous. There was was commenting that she was winning with Bell and AB and Nuke, and I was like, that team is extraordinarily strong. And then I looked and I'm uh, like. AB and Nuke were there, which I still love as a start for the team, but there was no bell, which made me feel considerably better about our chances. So um, so there we go. So, yep, so one of the last true bell cows is on the board here. We've got Melvin Gordon coming up, very, very, very um, distinct player, and some of the best analysts in our game love him. Some people can't stand him and his uh, sub four, um, yards per carry uh i wonder if he's gonna fetch in that range that those other and he's been driven up already The are d lee is like happening in there so
1: yeah uh bernard while you while we have you on for like another 45 minutes or so hopefully um can you can you click on some of these teams and tell me what you, what your initial impressions are of, of what people are doing in the auction and, and whose teams maybe you like and and you know be a little critical uh, of Of what we have here yeah (laughs) yeah I think you've
2: talked about bubble boy Uh, I think they knew what they were planning and you know they've got a lot of potentially elite players you know they loaded up at the running back position Um, so I like what they've done so far
1: okay we got Rashad Penny 22 years old Um, High draft capital with the Seahawks. It'd be interesting to see where, where he goes here. Um, you know, I I've kind of made my opinions known on on Seattle on the Seattle running back conundrum and the offensive line. Uh, so I it'll be interesting to see what happens with Rashad Penny. I, I mean, obviously when a team invests that much draft capital, I think over the course of a a you know supercharged dynasty league like reality sports online it's definitely a perception of value so I, i think that we're gonna see penny go for a pretty penny no pun intended
0: yeah so he's he's kind of stalling out here around the 40 million range over uh over three years or the 31 million like he's right at that 15 million per season I, I think that's fine if you view him as a, a bell cow in Seattle. Um, Goody and I happen to be of a mind on the Seattle offense. It is not; it's looking pretty shoddy. Reports out of camp: uh, Jermaine Fetty, I think I'm saying that name right. Like on the <laughs> offensive line, is already buying some or drawing some ire from Pete Carroll, which is hard to do because Pete's just blows sunshine at all of us all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and but and then Chris Carson's still there. We got CJ process still, still there. Um, so yeah. Uh, he ends up going for two years around fifteen million. That's a fair price. That's a good gamble, I think. So. We're about eleven picks deep now in uh, in the second wave of nominations. So, um, and another quarterback finally comes on the board. Uh, so this one, let's let everybody can take a look how quickly Cam Newton escalates. Apparently he's not accurate enough for Kelvin Benjamin, but he appears to be accurate enough for our league
2: mates. I think he's one of those QBs where you have to look at uh, what the scoring rules with your league. When you're having, I believe it's a half point for completions, a half point for incompletions. Uh, that really starts favoring the QBs that are the high volume, high accuracy, and it moves Cam Newton down the boards. Normally, he'd be considered probably mid-range QB one. I I think you're probably going to move him down, you know, in scoring to around the lower end QB one tier with your settings. I
0: don't think you're wrong on that, and he ends up. Uh- signing for what amounts to that tier he's near 25 million over the course of uh per year over the course of three years so that that seems again pretty good here's tom brady uh some people refer to him as a small mammal that tends to live on mountainsides. so uh but he uh tom brady is going to be an interesting test case for a league that values precision and um yeah and what we're looking at is how many years people want to push him out he still subbed the contracts of the best uh or the best contracts that have been given so far for quarterbacks he's probably undervalued a little bit right here so um
2: good to you own him in the riders league
1: is that correct I do I, I sent him to an extension last year um so yeah I, I, I think you know you love a guy especially like we got touchdowns worth you know six points in this league so I'll, I'll get in there a little bit
0: Yeah, we're, so the off the board already to give people some context. Rogers, Wentz, Watson, Newton, Luck are all gone. Rivers is gone, and uh, and yeah, so we're getting to a point where people are are up against the threshold where they're probably comfortable and. Goody and I are like up against that threshold. Like we're we're pretty close. We're still debating back and forth Um, here.
1: Yeah. We, we, we just stopped actually at 60. We were kind of on the same page. I mean, I don't like to have the same positions always, especially I'm sharing a team with Luke, you know, I typically don't do that. So, like, I, you know, having a little diversity from my Writers League team, you know, can always be fun. It, it confuses the heck out of my family, but, mm-hmm. you know, like when they're, when I watch the TV, I'm rooting for every player in every game, but it um, should be interesting.
0: Uh, This running back I have some familiarity with, young Dalvin Cook, uh, came out of the gates like a fireball for the Vikings. Unfortunately, he was cut down by an ACL tear. Um, And, yeah, so we're looking at a young running back uh, that's already pushing up into over $100 million for four years. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I, and this is where it's good to have someone you trust like Goody that's kind of has his hands on the reins too. Um, we're in on Dalvin Cook on letting him make the judgment call because uh, I don't want to let my fandom cloud what's happening in front of me right now. So, so um, yeah, so I, I, think, I think this is very good. I think there's a lot of us that are in on this player. All of us are still bidding here. I think. Dalvin Cook's probably going to end up much higher than this just because of his youth. And, um, yeah, I think I think uh, no one is certainly getting a bargain at this point. He's being priced probably right around where his value ought to be. Um, and uh, he went really high all over the place in terms of snake value in the Scott Fishbowl <laughs> recently. In expert drafts, he tends to not escape the second round. So you're looking at like a pretty good value. Um or pardon me, a really highly valued player. The reports out of Vikings camps are all saying that he's ready to go right now, should the season start. And uh, yeah, right now he's fetching a four year deal at $135 million. Um, so speak to me guys, talk me off the edge here. As It becomes apparent that he's not gonna be on our team. Bernard and Goody, what do you think about Dalvin Cook and the kind of money that he's still going up? Like I said, I don't think it's gonna stop anytime soon.
2: to so talk about this while this is going on. So. Great player. Uh, The money that he's going for right now is at four years, one hundred forty-one million, and that looks like what it ends. Uh, Scares me a little. He's, you know, ACLs to both knees. He had all kinds of shoulder problems in college. Uh, The player can do anything, but there's just too many questions for me to invest four years in a player with his issues.
0: Yeah, um, I hear you here. Here's a player. Um, I think uh, what we have in Christian McCaffrey is another polarizing guy. He's a little guy. We don't know if he can sustain a feature back workload. Um, he's got a question mark for his offensive coordinator now in Norv Turner. Um, and yeah, and so we have we have a number of teams that are in on him, and he's already like he's, he's fetching a little value here. But the the Panthers are uh, offense in flux. They have another seeming redundancy in Curtis Samuel. They have DJ Moore. That'll probably eat into some of his short yardage targets. And so Christian McCaffrey becomes a player that you ask yourself, how far am I willing to go in on these satellite plus backs in a PPR format? And if he was on like a typical rookie deal, then then he seems like a great, a great guy to have on your team if you started your league last year or the year before. Um and here he's already he's already ascending into top back value like he's he's fetching nearly as much as the david johnson's of the world so so this is what we're looking at um i don't know how much higher this is gonna go tends to be the upper limits of what i've seen him in other drafts but yeah he's looking at four years 121 million at the moment and we're we're facing a world in which uh christian mccaffrey uh, apparently ends up on our team so goody talk about your rationale on that
1: all right. If people could see me on the podcast, I'm dancing a little bit. Um, yeah, we, we kind of saw a cliff with running backs and wanted to make sure we got at least one of a certain type. I mean, I don't love giving guys four years, but he's 22 years old. He's with army knife and a good offense. I just, you know, I I mean, I personally like Dalvin Cook's talent as much. I just feel like we got a little bit of value there, Um, and I'm sure Josh um was pushing us a little bit on the on the price maybe price enforcing i mean josh chime in on the chat and tell me if you you're genuinely were wanting him to um you know post-mortem but i yeah i'm excited about having c mac i think he kind of fits in with like the utility type guys that we have on our team
0: bernard what do you think that were you were you comfortable with uh, the kind of price on him that
2: uh that's pretty well my max on him i i see him as a really high floor kind of like a um maybe a light version of uh, uh i'm going blank now i'm blank uh in uh new orleans whom am i think uh, kamara okay uh, I, I think he's one of those where you know 250 touches is probably going to be close to his limit on a yearly basis but you know 80 catches you know every year from for the next four years i can see it easily happening
0: all right, we just saw Tyreek Hill go for a three-year, $80 million contract at a 25-per-year range. Um, a player that I'm not in love with. Again, my my concerns about Kansas City are well-known, especially for, for the immediate future. I like Mahomes as much as the next guy. He's a quarterback we're throwing some money at. But uh, I think it's hard to... It's hard to forget Alex Smith's like historic deep ball efficiency last year, despite all his limitations. I just don't know how much more of a ceiling Mahomes can hit than was evidenced by that offense last year. And so Kill now splitting targets with Watkins, I just think you're going to have a much more, uh, frankly, a much wider spread to the target volume all over that team. And now we've got a really interesting test tech, test case so guys i want to hear from you on this too lamar jackson bernard you already alluded to earlier that these running backs that are sitting here are probably these these players that are sitting here that may not be starters this year are occupying a valuable roster spot in terms of roster construction lamar jackson is already looking at at least two years maybe four years of 36 million or 8 million per year so uh have at it guys is this something that that we should be a lot more interested in
2: I would – QBs are a good bet. Uh, you know, we've seen time and time again. First-round QBs, they get a chance. It doesn't matter whether they're good, bad. You know, we've seen Blake Bortles uh, not only play through his contract but actually get extended. Uh, same with Ryan Tannehill. Uh, same with Andy Dalton. You know, these you know, bad to mid-range QBs, you know, if they're drafted highly, they're going to play out their contract, which means, especially for a league like this, you're going to get significant starts. And you're going to get significant fantasy points from any highly drafted QB, so they're a pretty safe bet.
0: Fair enough. Uh, he ends up fetching a good, a significant price, and now Derek Carr is on the board. Twenty-seven year old pupil of John Gruden. I read an article with a great headline today that Derek Carr's life is now like John Gruden's quarter <coughs> quarterback camp so um he was in the conversation for mvp two seasons ago last season hit a wall there was all sorts of terrible things that happened to the raider offense um and so that's what we're that's what we're kind of looking at with Derek carr and he's being priced really well for a young quarterback we're still looking at a three-year 54 million dollar deal now it's etching pardon me inching up more towards the range that we saw from the other guys i think people are getting a little bit tighter fisted with their wallets as a a few of the owners of the league have crept towards that hundred million dollar threshold um the lowest one i'll click on you kate kate upton's tds already has two quarterbacks in their pocket saquon barkley rob gronkowski Brandon cooks but have spent uh has spent 111 million dollars and the big stack at the table right now, Lucas Vikings, um, is sitting on $166 million, And they have one player purchased, Ronald Jones II. So it's kind of an inflection point in the draft, right, guys? We're um, sitting about an hour and a half in Eastern time at 9.30 p.m. Um what, what do you think is going through people's minds right now? Like Bernard, what are you, what are you looking for at kind of a midpoint in the draft? Where, as when you're going, are you, are you still, do you still have a couple studs that you're targeting and you're just kind of lurking and waiting on? Are you, now you're trying to hunt value? What I'm really interested
2: in seeing is there's going to be a spot where the QBs really start drying up and in terms of QBs. You're going to actually want to start every week. You know, when you guys have, you know, up to 32 can be started in your league. There's only 32 QBs that actually start maximum, you know, and that's not even including bye weeks. So I think there's going to be this kind of like you said, an inflection point where people realize, oh, oh, I have no QB. You know, I need to get in. So I'll be interested to see if it starts driving prices up.
1: Yeah, as we say that, like obviously those salaries are going down because we bid on, you know, bid on a lot of running backs and those types of things. <laughs> oh, here, here we go. Um, let's see. So we got J- Jameis Winston. Whoa. As we talked earlier with Bernard, we're not sure that Jameis is going to, you know, where his landing spot may be. If the, you know, the Bucks, like he could be coming into a situation where he's already Owen, I think, was he have? A three-game suspension, so Owen 3, Owen 4, potentially tough schedules to start off with. A lot of offensive weapons, so that could be interesting. He went three years, 49 million to air raid, which I believe is Ryan's team, Ryan Nicholson. Um, who's just started on the RSO platform? Marty, I think he's doing back to back auctions. Here goes, here goes an interesting guy. I'm very curious what he's going to do in this auction. It's Adam Thielen, um, you know, stud last year, kind of came out of nowhere. Um, 28 years old. Um, he's he's already up uh, to three years, 40 million on, on Luke's Vikings.
0: I, I'm making an obligatory bet, right, I have to at least try. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Yeah. But yes. Uh I, I love Adam Thielen. I think this might be paying for last year's production, to be honest. I think uh so yeah. I like him a lot. I think he's gonna be a great wide receiver too. I don't know that I want to pay twenty-eight million dollars per year for a wide receiver too. So
1: yeah, I, I, I hear you there, one year twenty-eight See. I yeah, I think this, this will we'll see what it what it goes to. I mean, I think people are really banking on him with cousins and like what the like the type of routes Thielen runs and excels at being the routes that cousins throws. So um I, I think it'll be interesting. I mean he he certainly was very productive and and you know kind of got Case Keenum a nice contract. Three years fifty seven and a half million for Adam Thielen, which which could sit as a potential value actually.
0: I agree. I agree. Here comes an interesting guy too. This draft's golden boy, the number one overall pick, Baker Mayfield, on the uh, one of the league's flagship and most uh, well-regarded franchises, the Cleveland Browns, known for their success and brilliance on the field and uh, their fandom off it. So,
1: yeah, if if you if you'd have said that about a week and a half ago, you'd have been sleeping uh, in the backyard as opposed to downstairs in my basement. <laughs> Um, but yeah no well it's gonna be interesting like i, I can't wait till like hard knocks you know I, I can't wait to see that first episode of hard knocks um and and really kind of see what the browns um it's kind of kind of funny um it, we'll, we'll yeah we'll see what happens with the browns i i think baker's already at three year 47 million bubble boy in the moops and i think people have confidence in you know kind of the or it's confidence slash scarcity in the qb market so I, you know, I, I'm curious. I don't know the full demographic of all these guys who who joined the league, but my perception is that a decent amount of them are younger than I, at least. Um, so I, I kind of, I kind of like the gunslinger mentality in this auction and and the spending, and maybe maybe it's just not wanting to do this for five hours. But sure. um, we got 18 roster spots to fill, kind of across all the teams, and you know, so, you know, some teams we got Kate Upton's TDs, who is a, probably maybe the one of the more filled out rosters. 65.9 million left. Bobby, um, who we talked about before, is 55.7 million left, and I mean, Bobby's got some nice guys. He's a little he's a little Chiefs heavy with Hunt and Hill, but you know, OBJ and Rogers. So he he's got a, a nice a nice core, and he, and he's paid for it. Got Baker goes for four years, fifty-eight and a half million.
0: Yeah, I think that probably is bound to be a steal. You and I both like Baker Mayfield, um, but you're paying for a prospect, a non-rookie contract, and you're you're paying for a rookie on a on a veteran contract at that point. Uh, And then on the other end of the spectrum, we have Lashawn McCoy. I think this Devonte called us out in the chat for the awkward silence when we all looked at Jameis Winston's face. I think that's fair, right? Like I, I try not to say anything at all if I don't have something nice to say. So I'll turn Lashawn McCoy over to you, gentlemen, too. So.
1: I think he could be a value if if you know the card the cards play right. Um, you know, I, I think he's. I mean, he's already up to one year, seventeen and a half million. Um, I, I'm curious whether teams are going to give more than more than a year on Buffalo's dumpster fire of an offense. Um, so, I, I mean, we'll we'll see where we'll see where this goes. I see see some one year offers, two year offers. Um, I mean, two years, thirty million. Kate Upton TDs right now. Um, Bernard, what do you think? Uh, definitely,
2: potentially one of the biggest values in the league. You know. If, He's one of the few guys left that, you know, if he plays the full season, he's virtual lock to get 350, you know, 300 touches on the year. Granted, it's going to be possibly on one of the worst offenses in the league who just lost three of their top offensive linemen. So there's massive questions. Obviously the off the field issues um, have to factor that in, but if he plays, you know, even on a bad offense, he has such a huge workload that, you know, there's little bust potential if he actually plays.
0: Yeah, so he's crossed the $20 million threshold over one year. So he's he will get paid what a uh, running back of his stature, stature should for this season. Um, and, I, and I think what you say is well said, Bernard. I, I tend to, to be of a like mind with you on that one. Um, and he's still, he's still fetching it as, as people like look down the board. Our league was not immune to the running back run. And uh, there's, there's, there's scarce talent left at the running back position. So.
2: To jump on board that, I, you know, I, I think there's talent. It just, there's so much question mark after the first, you know, dozen, 15 running backs. I mean, you're already into the committee situations. You're already into rookies. You know, there's just, there's questions bound once you, you know, if you miss missed that, you know, first couple of tiers of running backs.
0: Yeah, agreed. And, and it's interesting to see who places whom in those different tiers. Um, and so, like, like Goody pointed out, we wanted to walk away with what, one running back we viewed as an RB one. It'll be interesting to go back post draft and make sure. I mean, I think we probably overpaid for what we were, what we wanted out of McCaffrey a little bit, but we saw him as the last of that tier. And right.
1: Then- uh, we, got Tari- we got Tariq. We got Tariq Cohn going for a fair bit of money right now. Three-year deal, thirty-eight million. Lo- love the potential upside. Um, Lucha Vikings. Ryan Swenson got in on there. Should be interesting. Here comes here comes Darius Geis. This one should be a pretty interesting bid. Yep.
0: And and I think I think Swenson's strategy is interesting. He's got two players, Cohen and Ronald Jones. So he's clearly trying to like seek value at the running back position. Yep. Yep. So um as a DC native, this is interesting to see Geis uh in Washington going for so much. He's Um, he's definitely fetching like running back one value at this point. Like if you're talking about a one and two year deal. So some people are confident in him that he'll end up the bell cow and that apparently Chris Thompson uh, is not a a threat in people's mind in our PPR format. So
1: yeah. um, Yeah. I mean, Chris Thompson, the news on him is still like November. You know, he was talking that he may not be fully healed until then. I mean, guys definitely could be a value if he turns into RB one. I mean, I like how, it, how he runs seems like that. He's passed kind of the smell test so far, been like really good guy. Um, coaching staff seems to like him. Uh, it could turn into a value. I mean, but at the same time, he's already up to like three years, seventy three and a half million. which, you know, Luke, you and I talked behind the scenes of, of maybe targeting a guy like Geis on a three-year deals are RB two, but like, I wasn't necessarily thinking at this price tag. So, I think I think I'm gonna, you know, dumpster dive and, and try to find some value maybe later on. Yeah, for sure. I
0: think um I mean, I think again he could return this value. I like Washington's offensive line and I like that the big stacks in our league are not backing down from one another right now, right? That that's good for everybody. Again, this has been a really fun half. We've got some really interesting but right now the people with money are still are throwing it and willing to use it on um, um and so so I would just say that guys get out of here for a minute as, as people kind of see yeah, in perhaps at the end of a tier two, you know. So. All
1: right. Yeah. Luke, Luke t- try to check your sound. You, you there was a fair bit of static right there. Um obviously we're doing this live, so we're we're not editing any of it. It's just giving you a heads up. Darius guys already up to four years over a hundred million. Um it's funny like part i guess there's pluses and minuses to the live auction um just kind of got got a text from um my friend josh of the legion of griffin said that basically that he he got a phone call towards the end of the bidding so the live stream started like right after he hung up so he you know he he was he wasn't sure where he was going with that so not divulging any more strategy but um gotten him in other circumstances yeah for sure so yeah so he wasn't was going to go sure. any higher than he did yep yeah. but McCaffrey yeah, now dice Ge- is almost up to where McCaffrey is dice is at yeah, 45 sure. I don't know if you're
0: looking at this on the left feed but it's the first time in my, that I have got a little bit of lag on the screen so I can't even see where Dice is at at the moment
1: Okay, let's see. We got Russell Wilson. All right, Russell Wilson showing up quarterback league um and Russell's going to fetch, fetch big dollars, still like probably the last of like the perceived elite quarterbacks. Let's see, we got the Lucha Vikings have 154.3 million in cap space, so they could be a player in this. They basically right now have Tariq Cohen and Ronald Jones on the roster.
2: So what do you think about Russell Wilson's situation in Seattle this year, Matt? You're up there.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is a guy I've I've loved in the past. I, I really like how he carries himself and just how he is as a player. I, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of torn because I think that I, – I think the defense is going to be middling, not as good as they've been in the past, but you know, they have some young guys. I, I You know, I, I think that – they're, they're definitely committed to running the ball more. I think where Russell Wilson has value if you believe in it is in the passing game to the running backs. I think he finally has some guys who can, who can catch the ball um, catch the ball in in, in the situation and, and and take it to the house. So I I like, I like that aspect of it. I mean if Doug Baldwin is out for extended period of time, I mean that's going to be a, a, a huge challenge, and and I you know I think the days of Russell Wilson run you know running for sixty yards a game are are probably behind him, so because he's just too valuable to the franchise. I, I feel like Russell Wilson's kind of like you know from an NFL quarterback standpoint, as long as you have a team, like he kind of fits like the Rodgers when r- the Packers don't have a good defense. I feel like that team will be in the mix as long as they have a guy like Wilson. But, like, from a fantasy perspective, there, there's some r- red flags and some risk. What about you, Bernard?
2: I'm kind of with you. I mean, he's he's an elite-level QB. Uh, he He's going to have a high fantasy floor just because he's so good at escaping the pocket, extending plays. Uh, like you said, if Baldwin's gone, there's all kinds of issues in the receiving core, Uh I do like you know, Procyse and McKissick. You know, I think they can you you know if they can stay healthy, I think they can be valuable assets. You know, out of the passing the short passing game.
1: Yeah, no, def- definitely. I, I mean, the, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, right now he's four year, one hundred thirty four and a half million. Um. So I mean we're, we're we're 57 players in so we, we've actually made some pretty good progress in this auction. L- Luke's having some technical difficulties so we'll just keep going on this. Um, you know, there's pluses and minuses to doing it live, obviously. So um, we'll, we shall see what happens. Someone going for a third quarterback? It looks like or are they just driving the prices up? I'm I'm trying to follow the the chat as well. Yeah. Let's see, like Benson's calling himself the price enforcer. It's good to always have those in the auction. So Benson's on You're the air, right? The he's got, yeah, he's already got three quarterbacks. Hey Benson, just letting you know that the t- that we have the f- five quarterback roster limit. So, um, but you know, he should be interesting. The RSO Superchargers Marcus is definitely spending some money. So that you know, that's good he's down to forty seven million. He's got Russell Wilson. Um, four years, hundred and thirty-eight and a half million, which is basically what Rodgers got. So um, I'll be a younger player, has a little more running ability. So, I mean, if you look, those superchargers have oh, here goes Des Des Bryant. Maybe people think he's going to the Browns. This guy does could go on a minimum offer and like, well, maybe he's going for a little more money than that, but this is probably one of the few guys who's probably going to go for, you know, I'm guessing like $5 million or less. So could be a, a nice little upside bench play um, there. Let's see. that You know, the question is, do you want Bernard? In this case, would you be in on Dez like at, at a cheap price or, or are you too mindful of your bench spots? In this
2: case, concern I don't even know if he's going to play this year, I probably wouldn't be buying <clears throat> in on him. You know, it's not – for me, I don't think he has enough upside at this stage to be worth the risk.
1: Yeah. Let's kind of take a step back. Yeah, I understand that. Looking at the RSO superchargers, they got Rivers, Wilson, and Newton, and McCoy and Fournette.